sampling your success transforms it from that idea in your head into something more physical, more real, even more desirable. Hello and welcome to Also in Pink, the podcast all about lifestyle design, how we live, the clothes we choose, and how we organize our space. I'm your host, Alexandria Lawrence, a certified KonMari consultant and personal stylist. I'm here to guide you on your journey to live a happy, fulfilled life. Every Tuesday, you'll get new insight on what it means to live well, plus actionable tips. Redefine what's possible and create your ideal life. This episode is all about you. Each month, I do a special Ask Alexandria episode where I answer your questions about life, KonMari, and style. I'd love to hear from you, so please send in your question. Simply go to alsoinpink.com slash askalexandria for a chance to have your question featured on the podcast. You have the option to submit a written question or record your message. I look forward to hearing from you. So, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to Ask Alexandria. This month's questions have a lot to do with bringing in positive energy. Even if you're a smack dab in the middle of a pandemic, you can still take action. You can get back your mojo if it's taken a little holiday in the sun without you. And take time to reflect on how you really want to live. The first question today comes from Angie from Los Angeles. She says, It's been such a crazy year and I'm feeling kind of lost. Here's a big question. How do I figure out what I want in life? Hey Angie, how do you figure out what you want in life? Uh, Whoa, (laughs) now that's a conversation stopper. Let's set the scene. Cue in some soft light, maybe a few candles, and a cozy room comes into view there are a handful of people. It's one of those thoroughly pleasant dinner parties where all is lightness and cheer, the air full of the gentle clinking of glasses, crunching of nibbles, and murmur of chit-chat, all harmonizing nicely together until someone blurts out, so what do you really want out of life? It's one of those uncomfortable, almost painful silences. You start to feel a little tingle somewhere between nausea and terror creeping its way down your spine. Everyone is waiting, willing you to respond. Then a vortex opens and sucks you down into a black hole. Okay, nice try, but you're still in the room. Sure, you can chuckle and diffuse the tension with something clever and quick-witted, but maybe you go for it and bumble through some sort of answer, making it up as you go. After all, how many of us have honestly thought it through? What do you really want out of life? How do you even figure that out? Let's not pretend that this episode will give you all the answers. Still, here are a few steps that might help get the wheels turning and set you on your way. First of all, find your niche. What exactly is a niche? In marketing lingo, a niche is your area of focus. And small is good. Your niche can't and shouldn't try to serve everyone. 
Instead, if you really hone in on a targeted group, if you connect to a specific segment of the population and provide value to them, you're well on your way. Let's figure out your niche by delving into your interests. Yes, you could even say your passions. So think of 10 things you are most passionate about. You can write them down and feel free to press pause if you're in the mood for some brainstorming right now. Why not? Have a go. There are no wrong answers. So what are the 10 things you are most passionate about? Playing with kittens, polishing brass trinkets, sleeping, eating, Netflix, whatever you're passionate about, put it on the list. Then once you have your list of 10 things you are most passionate about, your top three passions are what we'll focus on. We can consider this what marketers call your USP, unique selling proposition. Your USP is just a fancy way of saying this is something that makes you stand out, something that makes you who you are and unique. These top three passions can help shape who you are. These top three passions can help you consider a new career path. At the very least, these top three passions can nudge you towards a fun hobby or fulfilling pastime. Now let's look to the future. What's your end goal? Where, for instance, do you see yourself in five years? I know this can feel like an impossible question to answer, but even attempting to answer it, where do you see yourself in five years, could shed some light on things. It could help point you in a useful direction. Think of it as an exercise in detachment, zooming out on your life and looking at it from a greater distance. You may no longer be able to see the details, but you might see something else of value. The bigger picture. An outline of where you've been and where you might be heading. Then, get inspiration from the people you aspire to be. Whether you want to be a well-known artist or a rock star, a journalist for the New York Times, a pet psychologist, or something else entirely, do these two things. One, think of five to ten people who have achieved what you would like to achieve. Two, immerse yourself in them, their journeys, their lives, read all their books or whatever the equivalent is for them, follow them on social media. In other words, online stalking is absolutely fine. It'll be our little secret. Draw from the experience of others, particularly those who've achieved what you want to achieve, and set yourself on a course for success. Now, redefine who you are. But in order to reinvent yourself, you need a better understanding of who you currently are, as well as who you want to become. Hopefully focusing on your passions and thinking about the direction you'd like to take has helped clarify the kind of reinvention that's right for you. So, would you say you have a clear sense of the person you'd like to be? What's the quick fix, a small change that could bring you closer to that person you want to be? And what's the long-term shift, the biggest change that would bring you closer to that person you want to be? If you haven't done my Ideal Lifestyle Vision quiz yet, it could really help. Just sign up for Also in Pink emails and you'll get access to the questionnaire. And here's some feedback from someone who recently took it. 
She says, your survey is genius. I did it and don't know if it was a survey or therapy. (laughs) And finally, be flexible. Sure, it's great if you can do a downward dog with your heels on the ground, but we're talking another kind of flexibility. Maybe you have a clear idea of the direction you're heading in. Maybe you're not so sure yet. That's okay. It's all very well having grand plans and big five-year goals, but things change. There are, after all, many paths to the same goal. And even goals need some breathing space and the flexibility to change. It's also important to understand that pursuing your passions is not enough on its own. How does the world fit into this equation? Always keep in mind your audience, your clients, your customers. You are, after all, the solution to someone else's problem. But that problem might change over time. Even your passions, your priorities, your focus could take unexpected turns as you wind your way through life. If you can evolve with the times, with your goals, with your audience, a real sense of fulfillment and success, even happiness, is well within your reach. And now for our monthly review spotlight. This listener will get a free 20-minute session with me to pick my brain about life, KonMari, or style. So... Congratulations to Real Genius, who left a review on Podchaser on January 14th. They say, every episode is informative and inspiring. I look forward to this podcast every week. Thank you, Real Genius. I hugely appreciate your continued support and am delighted to hear you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for listening. To redeem your virtual session, just email me, alexandria, at alsoinpink.com. Let me know you left the review, and I'll follow it up with a link to schedule a time for us. By the way, if you're not familiar with Podchaser, it's like the IMDB of the podcasting world. It's the definitive podcast database where you can find and follow podcasts. Go check it out. And it's another great place to leave a review. Well, hello. Can I just say thank you? Thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying the show, it would mean the world to me if you'd rate and review Also in Pink. I'll make it super easy for you, and you can even win a prize. Submit your review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts for a chance to win a 20 minute one to one virtual coaching session with me. Pick my brain about life, KonMari, or style. I'll announce the monthly winner on each Ask Alexandria episode, so be sure to listen out to see if your review gets picked. All you need to do is go to ratethispodcast.com slash alsoinpink and rate and review the show. Want tips on how to win? Write something genuine. Be thoughtful and let your personality shine through. Bonus points for a dash of charm. And for your weekly dose of podcast joy, subscribe to Also in Pink so you never miss a show. Thank you so much. You really are a star. Zoe from Portland, Oregon says, I'm not feeling inspired. I used to always have lots of stuff I wanted to do, but not so much now. How can I get back my mojo? (laughs) Ah, mojo. I love the word mojo. 
Okay, let's set the scene. There you are, walking down the street, strutting your stuff, your inner soundtrack grooving away, maybe to something like... Or maybe that music in the opening credits of Jackie Brown. Yeah, that's right, you can totally pull off that miniskirt. The world is your oyster. You are in control, you look and feel great. You've got mojo. Or not. If you haven't been feeling it lately, if you've not been that person grooving away to their inner disco tracks, maybe you're due a little mojo boost. First of all, get active. It's easy to get trapped inside your head and your home, especially during these strange pandemic times. So get some sunlight. I'm not talking baking yourself until you turn that uh, lovely lobster color. By the way, rookie error, when you first moved to, say, Great Britain from a sunny climate like California, because it's not possible to get sunburnt on a cloudy summer day, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that did happen to me early on in my life in the UK. So it's a thing. And the research is in and not particularly groundbreaking, but exposure to sunlight in moderation is surprisingly good for your mental health. Sunlight is thought to increase the release of serotonin in our brains, a hormone which has mood lifting benefits and helps us feel calm and focused. Yay sun. And do something physical, whether it's taking a gentle stroll, going for a run, doing an interpretive dance in your local park, get out there and do something. It helps clear the cobwebs. And I've certainly been guilty of working nonstop on a project, but I try to force myself to step away and get outside. It really does help. Also, start with one small win. There's nothing like a massive goal to slowly crush your sense of self-worth as time passes and you struggle to achieve it. Oh yes, I speak from experience with this one too. So instead of setting huge goals and telling yourself that you'll only succeed once you achieve them, let's try something else. Frequent small wins. And you can even start by doing something you know you're good at, whether it's baking a cake, taking photos of cats, making weird and wonderful things out of straws, juggling three balls for 20 seconds. Hey, go for it. Build up some positive vibes and confidence with an easy win. Or just wear something that makes you feel really good. If you have a pandemic outfit that you don't feel particularly attractive or inspired by, and no judgment, try changing it up. What do you feel like when you wear your best top? When you feel that silky smooth fabric against your skin and know that you look fabulous. And here's a big one. Sample success. What would success feel like to you? Have you ever actually gone out there and got a taste of it? Take a moment to think of what you want, what you really, really want. Success can take as many forms as you'd like. It could be moving into your dream flat or owning your home. Maybe success for you is having a lovely garden with a pond or keeping bees. 
Maybe it's being able to travel more or being on the cover of Vogue. Maybe it's being on a panel show or finding the next Roman horde. Maybe it's finding a job you really love, spending more time with friends and family. And maybe it's having a couple million pounds, dollars, euros, insert your currency of choice. Or it could be running a successful business. Your success can be anything, whatever you want it to be. And however simple or extravagant it may be, your success is worth pursuing. To make it all feel more possible, more real, go out there and get a taste of that success. View a property you absolutely cannot afford but would love to live in. Brainstorm those dream holidays in your future. Go to a museum, maybe online for now, and I'll go Roman hordes. Or you could watch a wonderful series called The Detectorists, which um, will get you interested in finding buried treasure. It's so lovely. Yeah, and immerse yourself in the life of your favorite wildly successful role model and learn from their mistakes because everyone makes mistakes. Sampling your success transforms it from that idea in your head into something more physical, more real, even more desirable. And that might be just the push you need in order to actually make it happen. Know what success feels like for you. Okay, this dates me a bit, but remember that scene from Wayne's World when Wayne is gazing through the window at that Fender Stratocaster, the shining white guitar of his dreams. It will be mine. Oh yes, it will be mine. Next, learn something new. This can take you out of yourself and get you excited about stuff again. And yes, you may be busy. We're all busy. But I'm sure you can find a bit of time if you really want to. A few minutes here and there, maybe even a tasty chunk of time. A sure way to create time, maybe spend less of it on Facebook this week, or avoid the news for a few days, and almost like magic. A nice chunk of time suddenly appears. And finally, Connect with people who have mojo. Positive vibes, baby. Surround yourself with people who have a positive impact on your life. Motivational speaker Jim Rohn famously said, We are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And yes, whether we like it or not, we are undeniably influenced by those closest to us. The surest way to give yourself a dose of mojo is to spend time with people who have it in bucket loads, that naturally infectious enthusiasm and lust for life. To end the show, there's a quick fire round of questions for me. This month's questions are inspired by Vogue's famous 73 questions, but don't worry, we don't have nearly that many. And they are asked by my friendly assistant, Gus, who may or may not be real. So take it away, Gus. What's the best piece of advice you've received? You can't do everything yourself. And this is one I struggle with. I've learned to be quite self-sufficient and have developed a useful and eclectic set of skills over the years. This has enabled me to do everything from build my website to write copy, design and edit content and audio and even take self-portraits with an iPhone and a tripod. So literally everything. 
I am a one woman show, but this has an expiry date. There's only so much one person can do long term without completely burning out. And I really don't want to reach that stage. So my goal this year is to find a couple fabulous people to help me out. One to edit the podcast, which is a big one. Want to know a secret? It takes me a minimum of two solid days of work to produce each episode. Editing is, after all, like magic. I like to keep it feeling real, but at the same time, I edit the heck out of each episode. So it's finding the right person with the right aesthetic and technical skills to trust to edit my show. So if you know an amazing podcast editor, or if you are an amazing audio editor or sound engineer who can also tell a story with your editing, please drop me a line. And on the subject of wish fulfillment, I'd love someone who has an eye for design and flair for words to help me out with social media. Just putting it out there. What's your favorite board game? Can something be your favorite board game if you've only played it once? I've only played Croconaw once, but I love it. In case you're not familiar with the game, I certainly wasn't. Croconaw is, according to Wikipedia, a disc-flicking dexterity board game possibly of Canadian origin, similar to the games of Pitchnut and Carom, with elements of shuffleboard and curling reduced to tabletop size. Phew. So I guess I'm a tabletop curler. Don't you just love Olympic curling? It's so strange, yet somehow you have to watch it. Anyway, Croconaw is great fun. I have very happy memories of staying with musician friends in a village in Wiltshire and playing Croconaw. Here's something we learned that evening. String players are better at Croconaw than wind players. Ha. What's your least favorite color? There's something about sports equipment blue that I really don't like. Don't get me wrong, I love all sorts of other kinds of blue, but that standard sports gear blue feels so bland and uninventive. I also can't stand navy blue. What's with navy? It feels like it's not one thing or the other. It doesn't have the drama of black, and no, navy is not more flattering against your skin than black. Alexandra Shulman, the former editor of British Vogue, makes a good case for Navy in her book Clothes and Other Things That Matter. Navy has kind of a corporate vibe, but she admits that it's a color choice for when you want to disappear, which is of course totally fine. Sometimes we all just need to go unnoticed. But if Navy is the only color in your wardrobe, I encourage you to experiment a bit. Because for a large number of us, including me and quite likely you, we want to avoid wearing navy or black close to the face. It can make you look tired and drained, which is, I admit, more noticeable as you age. We'll get more into color analysis another time, but you can always check out episode 6 of the podcast if you'd like to learn more about clothing colors against your skin. How do you define beauty? I think beauty is the confidence of embracing who you are. We are all beautiful. You don't need to look like a cookie-cutter guy from a boy band or a waif-like model on the runway. 
You don't need to be young. You don't need to have a certain body shape, a certain type of hair, or a certain color of skin. Beauty is about dressing to be the person you really are. And as long as you embrace who you are and go confidently out into the world, you are beautiful. I promise you. Summer or winter? If it's a snowy winter with crisp air and occasional sunshine, I'm all in. Bring out the snow boots or what I like to pretend are snow boots. They probably make all my Norwegian relatives laugh. And I'd only choose summer if it's cool and dry, so no sticky humidity. Thank you very much. A balmy 21 degrees Celsius or 70 degrees Fahrenheit would be my perfect summer day. So, as you can guess, spring is my absolute favorite season. You know, I just saw a few daffodils on my run the other day. So spring feels like it's just around the corner. Ah, yes, I'm now in the middle of week six of the Couch to 5K, so slowly getting there. What are you most excited about at this time in your life? I'm excited about this podcast. I'm excited about the community of inspiring entrepreneurs I'm building relationships with. I'm excited about being an affiliate for my mentor, Selena Sue's upcoming launch. Yes, you'll be hearing more about that soon. By the way, grab her free 2021 publicity calendar while it's still available. There's a link in the show notes. I'm excited about launching my own courses and I'm excited about getting to know you better. After all, I am doing all of this for you, my lovely listener. So feel free to drop me a line anytime, alexandria at alsoinpink.com. I really would love to hear from you. Well, hope you enjoyed this Ask Alexandria episode. Is there something you'd like to ask me? Simply go to alsoinpink.com slash askalexandria for a chance to have your question featured on the podcast. You have the option to submit a written question or record your message. And if you'd like to come up with your own quickfire questions to ask me, please submit five or six questions for next month's Q&A. I look forward to hearing from you. So here are some key takeaways from the show today. If you haven't already, take this opportunity to think of the 10 things you're most passionate about. It's a fun exercise and who knows where it might lead you. A new hobby, even a new career, you never know. If you're feeling a bit lackluster and saw mojo, get active. Go outside and enjoy some sunshine and do something physical. Take a walk or a run or whatever you need to clear the cobwebs. And what does success mean to you? Get out there and try to get a taste of success. Try it on for size and see what it feels like. That's a great way to make your big goals feel even more desirable, which can also help you achieve them. But remember, Celebrate your journey to success as well. Those frequent small wins are what keep you going and what keep you motivated when times are tough. So persevere and I know you can do it. 
That's our show then. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Alexandria and this is Also in Pink, the podcast all about lifestyle design. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to Also in Pink wherever you get your podcasts. And the absolute best way to show your support is to write a review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. This really helps more than anything to promote the show. And of course, tell all your friends. Thank you so much for your support. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Redefine what's possible and create your ideal life.